developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Disney Decipher, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we take some snippets from Joe's recent trip to Disney World in July, which are normally reserved for Patreon members only, but we put it together for an episode this week. Find old episodes of this podcast on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you find podcasts, and we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. We're also on YouTube now. Check us out on youtube.com slash at Disney Decipher. If you'd like to support the podcast and receive these trip reports regularly, check us out on patreon.com slash Disney Decipher. Or you can also support the podcast at no cost to you by using me as your travel agent. Get started by emailing josephchung at travelmation.net. Finally, if you have any questions for us, email us DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, tweet at us at www.deciphered on Twitter, or find us on Facebook and Instagram, Disney Deciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As The Joe Flies, and Leslie is not here with me today. What we're going to be doing on today's episode, which is going to be audio only, is typically when Leslie and I are traveling to Disney properties, what we do is we record daily or semi-daily trip reports, just talking about our experiences on the ground and just talking live about what we've been experiencing and what we've been feeling. Now, since Leslie and I are both traveling, we are not going to have time to put together a normal trip report episode. So we thought, oh, and I, of course, forgot to mention that typically those daily trip reports are for Patreon supporters only. Uh, you can support us at patreon.com slash Disney Deciphered, where that's some of the bonus content that you will receive. But uh, since Leslie and I can't record a trip report for my most recent trip to Walt Disney World in July, I put together some of the dailies that I recorded while I was there, and we're going to use that for this episode. Now, I was down at Walt Disney World. It was in relatively unplanned trip, but once Disney announced that they were closing the Galactic Star Cruiser, I really wanted to go on that with at least my two older kids. So the three of us went down for a two-night stay on the Galactic Star Cruiser, and I will say that we are not going to include my dailies from the Star Cruiser on that. We're going to keep that for the Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for your support. But we were also there for three days before that at the Polynesian, visiting the parks, getting my kids on Tron for the first time. So all the trip reports from that are going to be here, spliced together on this episode. I did want to give a few thoughts about Galactic Star Cruiser. We're not going to cover it in depth on Disney Decipher just because it's closing and I really wanted to go on there and just enjoy it and not worry about, you know, what pictures I was taking or what I was going to say or what I was going to cover or anything like that, which I was very successful in doing. All I want to say about the Star Cruiser was it really was an amazing experience and I really think it's a shame that Disney is closing it down. I think they just really screwed up the marketing. I feel like it could have survived for longer, even at the price point that it was at if they had marketed it correctly. I mean, it was 
the chance to just like the first time I rode Rise of the Resistance and felt like I was really part of a Star Wars story, the Galactic Star Cruiser really did an amazing job doing that. And I just really enjoyed not only the experience, but more importantly, enjoyed uh, the experience that my kids got to have. All the actors and cast members that are on the Star Cruiser just did an amazing job of making my kids feel like they were a part of the story. And um, we just really loved it and had a great time. And, you know, all the other stuff, like the food and even the room, yes, it was a little bit small, but all of it was top-notch Disney quality service and uh all the things that you expect from a deluxe Disney experience. So I understand why. In fact, I filled out a survey and gave it top marks, and I get why the Star Cruiser is one of the highest rated things that Disney World has done when people actually experience it and do the surveys. But I was waiting for the last, I thought on the last page I was going to be able to add additional comments and say, I would prefer if you don't close this. But unfortunately, uh, that was not there. and I didn't get a chance to do it. But an amazing experience. I know a few listeners are going to get a chance to experience it before it closes on September 30th. Um, for the rest, you know, just know that it was a big swing by Disney. I thought they did an amazing job, and it's just unfortunate that it didn't receive enough traction um, or they couldn't find, you know, I think the problem with the price, having experienced it, the price makes sense to me from a, I guess, economic standpoint. But I think, you know, I just wish there was another multiverse where they had designed it in a way that it was almost as good, but at a cheaper price point so that more people could have experienced it. So it's too bad. But um, as a Disney fan, a Star Wars fan, and really as a dad, I'm glad that I got to take my kids to do it. And um, we are going to have that memory. But uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much all you're going to hear about the Star Cruiser on this trip report. Hope you enjoy it. It's going to be a lot of me talking. You might want to break it up, um, but we did have a good time, and there hopefully are some actionable tips from my daily trip reports that you might be able to use. Okay, enjoy, everybody. Hello, Disney Deciphered patrons. Joe here checking in from Polynesian Village Resort. I'm here with my two older kids. We are here to do the Galactic Star Cruiser. Of course, if you are listening to this, you may not be a patron. Patrons who are on the Facebook group, I made an announcement that because of Leslie and my schedule, uh, we're not going to be able to do a trip report for this trip. So I'm going to be releasing what is typically our patron-only trip reports, but I'm going to release it on the main feed, kind of like snippets on the DCL podcast if you listen to that. So yes, not to bury the lead, but uh, I'm here to do the Galactic Star Cruiser with my two older kids, the 10 and the 8-year-old, and we are doing it because uh, when we found out it was closing, uh, we decided we had to do it, but my wife and uh, youngest uh, could not come along. So it's just the three of us. And then we're here at the Polynesian for three nights um, before that. It was a uh, complimentary stay courtesy of Travelmation because of an incentive I hit. So thank you to Travelmation, my travel agency, for that. And uh, yeah, we are here to just enjoy ourselves for a couple of days before we get on the Star Cruiser. So I know everyone's been having a ton of trouble with their flights this summer. We were definitely were hashtag blessed. Uh, our flight wasn't delayed at all, but did land in Terminal C. And although Hertz does have cars at Terminal C now, um, you have to go to the counter and then you have to ask them for your car. And if they don't have the car type that you reserved, you still have to, you know, take that long trek to Terminal A and B, which 
is, of course, what we ended up having to do. But no complaints since we arrived on time. Really can't complain about that. And when we got to Terminal B, there were tons of cars in the Gold Rewards aisle. Reminder, signing up for Hertz Gold's rewards, Gold Rewards is free. And so we did that, grabbed a car, and we were on our way. And so we got to Polynesian and ate dinner at Kona Cafe, which was a really excellent meal. Um, we had a lot of fun. You know, I was going to go, you know, Ohana didn't look that busy. I was pretty sure that we could have walked up. But since I actually do remember that my oldest is 10 years old now, unlike the February trip where I was paying for her as a kid, the whole time I was like uh, $58 times two quote unquote adults for her and myself and then 38 for the younger kid. Like, I don't think we're going to eat that much money. So maybe we'll save Ohana for breakfast and try to do that or something. So we went to Kona Cafe, and yeah, it was really good. Um, we had pot stickers and wings as appetizers. The pot stickers were really good. The kids really liked them. And then I had a firecracker roll, which is some kind of sushi roll, spicy sushi roll with tuna and shrimp tempura and stuff like that in it. That was very good. And then my kids, um, they both had the kid sushi, and I thought that was a very cute idea. So it was like a plate of sushi quote-unquote, uh, for $11, um, and of course comes with a drink and two sides, so I made sure they got green beans and fruit salad so I could take a picture to send to their mom, and yeah, the chefs are pretty clever about it. There was like a chicken nugget sushi piece. Um, there were, like everything was a hidden Mickey in there. There was um, cucumbers wrapped around um, imitation crab meat, there was a shrimp tempura roll, a cucumber roll. Anyway, the kids really enjoyed it. Um, they ate almost everything, but were a little bit full from the appetizers, which I kind of just wanted to try everything. So, you know, that was more for me. So we had a really great meal at Kona Cafe and then um, went to our room to kind of shut things down and get to rest. Now, I don't know if I've said it before, but I really, again, not complaining, okay, because, you know, thanks again, Travelmation. Uh, but... Polynesian is probably one of my least favorite deluxe resorts. The rooms, you can just tell that it is like very, not dated. So we're we're in one of the Moana renovated rooms and the decorations and all that stuff. That's really nice. Like the wall's really cool. Um, and, you know, the headboards for the bed is cool. And it's actually a, a cool like pattern even in the shower. But it's like little things, like uh, there's no balcony, which, you know, I mean, first world problems, but there is no balcony. And then also in the bathroom, like there's not a lot of counter space, even though there are two sinks. I think it would be better with one sink and a lot of counter space. So like my kids, like they left all their stuff next to the sink and like it was just getting soaked because there's like no room between the sink and the sides. So we're dealing with that and then... This is the second time I've stayed at the Polynesian and the second time I've been put like right next to a stairwell. Um, so maybe the poly just doesn't like me. It's not the other way around. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of noise. But really, that's not the the true problem. The true problem is, and I guess to be fair, this is not the poly's fault. But um, I think, you know, it's just our first impression. I got here and my magic band wouldn't open the door. And so I had to try like four different magic bands. Lucky I brought all my kids different magic bands. And finally, one of my kids' magic bands worked to open the door. And I thought at first it was because I got this new magic band plus that like still refuses to update, blah, blah, blah. Disney tech is terrible. 
But uh, no, like I had to go to the front desk and I guess the phrasing they used was re-encode, but like every single magic band that we wanted to use to open the door, like they had to tap. And that's just, that's just silly. Like if I was paying $700 a night um, for this, I would be like, kind of like, this is nonsense. It's just little things. The room, again, looks really nice. Um, and one of the reasons why we want to use this deluxe stay here in the summer is because the air conditioning is great and it really is great so the sun was setting when we got here but uh it was still really hot so that's all good but i feel like you know leslie if you're listening to this and you probably are like i think the amenities of the polynesian are amazing like we can't wait to get to the pool and the thing and all that kind of stuff and the food options are great but the rooms themselves i feel like leave a little bit to be desired um so but that's just my personal opinion and again uh first world problems for sure as for tomorrow um already abandoned plans to rope drop we are going to go to epcot and do guardians i have a reservation for via napoli so pretty excited about that but really taking things easy with the heat um, especially because i know the kids on the star cruiser are going to be really exhausted so we are just pacing ourselves as best as we can uh, until we do that so uh yeah we'll check in again tomorrow and again to patrons thank you so much for your support uh we really appreciate that and um yeah to non-patrons if you are interested you can check us out on patreon.com slash disney deciphered where you receive this entire trip report um but that is the last of these snippets that i will do all that nonsense for all right talk tomorrow hello everyone joe here checking in it's friday afternoon i'm just wandering around the polynesian right now we are currently uh waiting out a lightning delay for the pool uh obviously it's not raining right now because i'm walking around and it's actually pretty clear skies but i guess there was lightning within five miles of the area or whatever so it's currently shut down just a couple updates about the poly get the rest of the negative stuff out of the way uh so i can focus on the positive this one is not uh not necessarily poly related but i forgot to tell this story last night and i thought people might find it amusing so i went to the front desk as i said to get my magic bands re-encoded so that we can use them to get into the room and as i was testing them on the door to get back in uh, I heard, oh, dad, oh no, dad's back, dad's back. And uh, of course I opened the door and my kids were there with like towels on the ground, like furiously scrubbing. And this is like in front of the door. So it's like, how did everything get so wet? Well, apparently Polynesian has, you know, one of those double showers and <laughs> just to be clear, nothing was their fault, but Polynesian has these double showers. You know, one is like the overhead shower and one is the spout shower which you can hold with the handle and move well that was angled in a direction that when they turned it on you know of course how would they know that which shower was going to turn on i don't think they even really knew that there was two different shower heads at the time uh that spout shower head was pointed at an angle to spray water over the top of the shower door and directly into uh the area outside the bathroom and in front of the front door. So that was pretty funny. This morning, we uh, walked over to the Transportation and Ticket Center and took it over to Epcot. We rested, like I said, and got a bit of a late start. I think we ate breakfast at Captain Cook's and we're leaving here around 9.15, 9.30. Um, I think that 
if I were to stay here at the Polynesian again, I would book a studio at one of the villas and stay in Pago Pago because that's like the furthest end um, and not too far from the ceremonial house, but that's like kind of the quickest access to the transportation and ticket center. So uh, we went ahead, took the monorail to Epcot. Monorail Lime was our ride there and back. Um, really great air conditioning in there. So that was good. And so we did a few rides. Guardians of the Galaxy Virtual Queue waited about 25 minutes for that, so it wasn't too bad. And then the two kids, I got a lightning lane for them, and they went on on their own, uh, did it a second time, and then we did test track with the lightning lane, which actually was fairly slow, um, maybe like 15, 20 minutes. Um, but uh, yeah, so we went ahead and did that. It is, I guess, really hot, not as hot as maybe I had feared, but like when you're, so after test track, we walked all the way to Italy for Via Napoli. That was about a 15 minute walk. And so we were pretty hot after that, but had a really nice lunch at Via Napoli, got the cured meat and cheese plate, uh, had a pizza. You know, the only disappointing thing was the chicken parm. It was a little bit overcooked, probably the first bad thing we've eaten so far. So that's not too bad. Um, and then we also had arancini, uh, the rice balls. So those were excellent as well. And then we made our way back to the poly uh, to swim. But then, of course, uh, as I stand here under the bright sunlight, uh, the pool is still not yet open, but hopefully it'll be open again soon. Um, so, yeah, that's what's going on today. Our plan is to hit up Tron later tonight. I booked a landing lane for that uh, between 7 and 8. Maybe we'll hit it during golden hour or whatever. Got a couple more magic bands fixed. We brought a lot of magic bands, so you know we got to make sure they all work with the door so I don't have to remember which one to bring when. So, yeah, um, good day so far. We are, as I said, taking it easy to save our energy for the Star Cruiser. Um, going well so far. All right. Hey, everyone. Joe here checking in from the Poly again. It is Saturday afternoon. We are in another pool rain delay. Uh, before I forget... Uh, for the third time. I just wanted to say really quickly, hey Disney, it is in our room. It's basically the uh, Disney version of Alexa and they can do like Disney things like tell your kid a story or do jokes or riddles. Anyway, kids are really into it. I would say it works 80% of the time, so not too bad, but uh, quite a distraction in the room um, for better or for worse. So yeah, the poly... I, want, I do want to say, since I've been so down on it, the food options are really pretty awesome. Uh, we had dinner at Captain Cook's last night, and that was very well received by everyone. Um, and also, you know, I found so far transportation to be pretty good. So we took the ferry back and forth from Magic Kingdom. We took the bus to Hollywood Studios today. We took the monorail to Epcot that first morning, and uh, yeah, it's all been going pretty well. So less inconvenient than I expected it to be. You know, I really enjoy being able to walk to the Magic Kingdom from the Contemporary, and oftentimes we'll drive to the parks, but when it's this hot out, I find that taking the Disney transportation, it really reduces the walking, which really helps things out overall. So going back to last night, I think we checked in Right before we went to the pool, uh, we did go to the pool and had an awesome time. Really loved the pool here. Probably one of the best aspects of the resort. Even I went down the water slide, which was pretty great. And then we went to Magic Kingdom and we had a pretty full night at Magic Kingdom. We did pretty much 
the majority of Tomorrowland, except for Ash Orbiter and Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Um, so, you know, one thing I found with Genie Plus is that, except for the headliner headliners, like the really tier A attractions, you're basically able to get immediate return times. And so because of that, well, like, so we got Space Mountain and we got that by getting it while we were still at Epcot, but we had Space Mountain for late afternoon. And then after Space Mountain, I was able to get Buzz, um, I think teacups, various other things, uh, Small World, um, and I also had a Peter Pan stacked. And so that worked really well with Genie Plus. You know, I've found it seems like it may be the crowds or maybe less people using Genie Plus in general, but except for, again, those headliners, Genie Plus has been pretty easy to use pretty easy to get immediate return times and that has been very useful now's a good time to talk about the crowds in general you know i would say it's not a wall street journal cnn article low levels of crowds um, which they really took how empty it was on july 4th and extrapolated a lot out of that but i think overall the crowds have been pretty moderate definitely way better than President's Week, and that has made things much more manageable, especially with Genie Plus. Um, we just really haven't been waiting a lot for the attractions that we want to do. So yeah, getting back to attractions, we did Buzz, People Mover, Tron, Space Mountain, in Tomorrowland. Um, kids love Tron, though they said it was a little bit short. Again, it's still the perfect length for me because I am weak sauce these days. Um, and so we did all that funny thing happened at Tron, like my backpack didn't fit in the first locker that we put it in so then we had to put it in another locker and then when we went to go pick up my backpack the strap was like stuck in the door on the other side so we had to get an attendant so it was a whole thing this locker system they could have used slightly bigger lockers i think they did say that if i was not able to get my backpack to fit eventually um, i could just give it to an attendant when i got down to the ride so um, that i guess would have worked just fine so yeah did the majority of tomorrowland then we also did Peter Pan and It's a Small World. Had to cut out before Happily Ever After because my son is still not uh, ready for fireworks up close and in your face. But what happened was we took the ferry back from Magic Kingdom to the Poly and pretty much watched the majority of the show from the boat. And then when we got off um, right there on the dock, they were playing the music. And so we got to watch the finale. So that worked out pretty well. Um, and. I assume since they were playing the music on the dock that they were also playing it on the beach still. And so I st still think, especially if you have a fireworks worried child, that uh, the beach of the Poly is a good place to watch the fireworks from. And again, you don't have to be staying at the Poly to do that. You can just take the monorail over or the ferry. I think only on July 4th and July 3rd do they like hand out wristbands for people to watch. But you know, on a normal night, pretty much any other night of the year, probably not New Year's Eve as well. but. On normal nights, uh, you can just go to the Poly Beach and get a decent view of the fireworks. No projections, but you can hear the music. We slept in a bit today, got on the bus to Hollywood Studios at 9.15. But again, um, just with what I've been finding with Genie Plus, we were able to get a ton done. So uh, I woke up at 7 a.m. or 6.57 a.m. and grabbed an early Slinky Dog, like 9.05 a.m. or so something like that but then once we were off slinky dog everything was immediate return time so immediately grabbed a toy story mania after we got off slinky dog dash then immediately grabbed alien swirling saucers which i did not ride um, and had to go went all the way through and tap my band and then took the uh 
coward's exit out of uh, Alien Swirling Saucer. So that was pretty funny. But my kids enjoyed that. And then we went to the Indiana Jones Stunt Show Spectacular, which my daughter had really wanted to watch when we were here in February, but we had missed it. Um, she really enjoyed that. My son, a little too loud for him, but it was okay. Uh, and then after that, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which had the kind of longest wait for the return time. Um, it was about 45 minutes, but I booked it as soon as we got off of Alien Swirling Saucers, and then, you know, we went to Indiana Jones, so that was fine. So after that, we went to Sci-Fi Drive-In, Dine-In, um, and food there is really good. I really enjoyed the experience. I guess the images on the drive-thru were a little too intense for my son still, so he kind of wanted to get out of there. And so we did. Um, we had a Droid Depot reservation anyway, and... Um, built a couple of droids that was a really fun experience um, my daughter got the bb version my son got the r type droid um, she's having a little bit of trouble driving her bb version so you know i think the r type and they also have a c type which is chopper from star wars rebels if you know that that is maybe a little bit preferable to the bb the bb is definitely cuter but hard to drive is uh, what my daughter says anyway Finished building the droids and then made it back to the hotel and are now resting and getting ready to go into the pool when that's open. So honestly, like a very productive morning. We got to Hollywood Studios at 9.30 and left by 1.15, 1.30 and had done five attractions plus Droid Depot, plus went shopping a little bit for my youngest daughter who's not here, plus ate lunch at Sci-Fi. So all in all, a really great morning. We're going to swing back by Magic Kingdom tonight but calling it quits early tonight just because we have the Star Cruiser tomorrow and we want to rest up for that because we know we're going to need our energy um, but yes I will check in again later and uh, tell you how things are going all right thanks everyone hey everyone Joe here with my last check-in from the regular portion of our Disney World trip I am now outside of the Galactic Star Cruiser we didn't rope drop anything this entire trip, but we tried to rope drop this. We're a little late. The earliest you can get in is 11, and we're here at 11.15. And that is, to be clear, just to line up. Um, so shout out to Doug from Rope Drop Radio for convincing me to do this, unless I regret it, in which case, no thanks, Doug. But uh, yeah, we are waiting outside. We're in the shade, so that's nice but uh we probably won't go inside until according to doug 12 30 and then we won't be able to actually board the star cruiser until one o'clock but it looks like we got into one of the first groups that are going to board and so we're just hanging out here waiting to get on and uh, like i said at the beginning of the trip report um anything else about the star cruiser i'm gonna put onto uh patreon only although i will say they're taking nice care of us here they're giving us water uh cold grapes uh, cold towel so that's nice to keep us cool while we're waiting so good experience so far but uh, we're not on the ship yet all right so our last day after we hit the pool we spent about an hour in the pool and then we finally got caught up in a huge thunderstorm um, we were actually on the monorail so then we got out at the grand flow shopped for a little while but then by the time we got to the magic kingdom it was still raining a little bit um, so got a little bit wet and you know all of a sudden, like all of our Genie Pluses started turning into multi-experience passes. So Jungle Cruise went down, 
uh, Big Thunder Mountain went down, and I ended up with four multiple experience passes by the end of the day, which unfortunately, because we agreed as a family to take it easy, um, we didn't end up using, um, and we just kind of uh, just let them go. We ended up just riding Tron again, got an awesome picture of my kids. Um, we did Buzz Lightyear. Nope, Buzz Lightyear was closed. Um, we did, what did we do? Oh, Pirates, Tron, and something else. Something small. I can't, I can't really remember. And then we had dinner at Crystal Palace, um, which the food is still really good. It's great to have the Pooh characters. Uh, it felt very painful to pay $58 before tax for my tiny 10-year-old daughter. But uh, we did it because I remembered how old she is this time. Um, the only kind of upgrade is that she gets a adult glass of water instead of a... Uh, a kitty cup although she asked me hey now that i'm adult can i drink these alcoholic drinks and i was like yeah you're hilarious um funny kid apple doesn't fall far from the tree i guess with the terrible jokes but uh yeah so crystal palace great but i like had promised the kids soft serve and their soft serve machine was broken so that was pretty brutal they gave us some um, dairy-free ice cream which is what our youngest daughter would have eaten if she was there but uh yeah just wasn't the same so Crystal Palace was pretty good. Watched the fireworks from the Poly Pool again. I will say that the Poly probably has the best angle view of the fireworks. So that was pretty awesome. Overall, you know, it was we got really lucky with the weather. It was it's been hot, but not too hot. We managed to dodge the rain, except for that one spell. Um, don't have soaked shoes, so that does really well. You know, I think. Really going back to the hotel in the afternoons really prevented us from being caught up in the water. Okay, Doug lied. They've let us inside to the hallway so that we can wait in the air conditioning. It's pretty loud here, so I'll come back and finish my trip report later. Hey everyone, Joe here, just finishing up um, from my stateroom on the Galactic Star Cruiser which is pretty cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to having a great time. We've already had lunch and started doing a couple missions already. And I'm about to go to the mustard drill where I think everything actually kicks off, but did want to finish up. I think I was saying, yeah, and sorry. They like called me in as I was recording and they're like, oh, we're going inside. So we got to go inside a lot earlier, um, which was nice. We got to wait in, it was a bit of a cramped corridor, but there was air conditioning and it started pouring. So that worked out pretty well, but yes. Uh, Crystal Palace went well. I think that's where I left off. And then this morning, um, we just slept in and then we went to Ohana for breakfast. One note about the character breakfasts and dinner, really, um, both for Crystal Palace and Ohana, we were in a little bit of a rush. And I found that sometimes the characters take a bit of a while to come all the way around. So um, definitely make sure that you allow for some extra time but overall a really good trip got the kids on tron which was the main thing that we really wanted to do and we're looking forward to this star cruiser and hopefully getting home on time on tuesday so thank you everyone for listening thank you patrons again for all your support and hope those of you who are non-patrons have enjoyed this little bit of a trip report quick disney do or don't disney in the summer do rope drop the pool after a weather closure uh, that is when you can get so when the they close the pool because of weather they like let they make everyone go out 
and stuff like that. Luckily, we had a room that was close enough to the pool that we could keep checking in and seeing how far away, like how close it was to reopening and getting back into the pool right when it reopens allowed us to get a chair in the shade and get right on the slide without too long of a line. So, you know, if you have a convenient enough room or if you just look outside, I mean, the tough thing about the inclement weather closures is that sometimes it like looks fine, but they're still not gonna let you in the pool. But yes, we rope dropped the pool twice after a weather closure and that worked perfectly. All right, off to do the Star Cruiser. Thank you everyone for listening. Reminder, you can contact us, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter, or DisneyDeciphered on Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Again, hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, Leslie, for not taking the time to talk to me today. But I will see you on the next episode.